Shut up and sit down. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 12 of a Guy Thing Podcast. I am your host, Joe Mignon, with my co-host, Brian Malone. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. You were missed by one and all. <sighs> it, it, you know, it's, uh, it feels good to be missed, I gotta say. It does feel good to be missed. Um, but I'm happy to be back uh, for the listeners out there. Just want to let you know I did have to make a couple of readjustments in my life. But uh, everything's been readjusted, just like my undercarriage. And back to normal. We're, we're ready to rock and roll, baby. The penis reduction surgery went well then? It did. It did. Uh, I'm happy to say that I could use any bathroom I want. Nice. And the water, you don't test the water anymore. Mm-mm. That's Mm-mm. good. That's good. I'm glad you're back. I mean, I had a great time <laughs> with uh, the good old Panther. and um, But I got a great time with Justin and, and Peter, David, whatever you want to call them. It was a lot of fun. Why is it Peter and David? All right. So his name is Peter. Mm-hmm. But his father's name is Peter. And his uncle's name is Peter. So This his reminds f- me of Goodfellas when they're going around the in the wedding and Paulie's introducing the newlyweds, or the wife, Karen, to all the people in the family, and everybody's name was Peter. This is Peter. This is Peter. How you doing? Hey, Pete. Come here, Petey. Over here. Everything was Pete. This is like a Goodfellas thing. So it's here. very similar, except he's Jamaican. So, you know. Um, but that's why. His middle name is David, so his friends call him David. He's feel good, man. But feel a- good, man. But apparently now, he is the panther. So we have a bear and a panther now. We do. Wow. Very interesting. I thought you guys did a fantastic job. I listened to the episode. I was cracking up. I was listening to it on my way to work. You guys did a fantastic job, man. It was really funny. Thank you. You know, I was worried. You know, my first episode without you was uh, it was nerve-wracking. But, you know, I had two of the people I've known the longest time in the world with me. And it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. That's cool, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of me cringing in the corner though, because <laughs> those two are are fucking. I mean, you're the wild card. These two are absolute fucking wild cards. Yeah, they were, man. You have no idea what they're going to say. Yeah, you don't understand like the conversation I had to have with them before. Go listen, this is my show. Guys. Oh, you had to give them a pep talk. Oh, oh, oh well, I had to give them. Basically, I had to give them the list of the things they could say. <laughs> you know, I love them both, but. They were some grimy sons of bitches. All right. Well, listen, I enjoyed it. And, hey, guys, I know you're listening. Keep the grime coming, you know. And mailbag us, too. Mailbag the shit out of us, guys. Uh, I liked what you guys had to say. And I was laughing my ass off in the call. And I want to hear more from you, you two crazy fucks, you. We got to bring them on one time with you. I think that'd be great. I think that'd be cool. And I, I want to do the video game thing with you. I see you and your boy have been playing uh, 2K19, we have, WWE. I want in. We've started. Um, I'm very jealous. I want to play that with you I had guys. to. I actually changed my whole setup in my house now because the camera with the light was pretty shitty. Um, so I'm, I'm tuning it all in. So, yeah, next time you come over, we'll get a video right then and there. Absolutely. And then we'll figure it out for the, for the channel. Yeah, man. I, I'm looking forward to it. I've been practicing. I got the game. 
and I've been practicing on my own time whenever I get have an opportunity to, which is usually late at night, after work, after homework, after all the craziness that goes on in my life, because uh, I'm very busy. Uh, I like to zone out for a little bit and play some video games. So it's uh, it's a fun game, man. Uh, That's a lot of fun. It was yeah, made it's a very little buggy. Well. There's a couple little bugs in there, but it's not. It's it's a good game. I like it a lot. Yeah, the graphics are amazing. Graphics are dope. Oh my god! I can't wait to. I'm gonna buy the season pass because they. I think it's like thirty bucks, but you get like every downloadable wrestler. You get uh, the accelerator pack. All the unlock. You unlock everybody automatically. Yeah, so guys. So that's what I want to do. I want to get everything because I'm doing the career mode now. Mm-hmm. My my player, and I created a guy. And so shout out to my boy, by the way, my boy Artie in Staten Island. Uh, yes, uh, today's what the sixth. Yep. <clears throat> Two days ago was his birthday. Happy birthday, bro! Happy birthday, Artie. We grew up together in Brooklyn. Had a great time. He lived right across the street from me, and we used to game it up all the time. And we had this, we had these personas. Back in the day when AOL was was big, and for our listeners, I think our listeners, mainly all of our listeners, probably know AOL. Oh yeah. We have some younger listeners that don't know, but anyway, our AOL handle. My buddy's AOL handle was Dirty Freak, and my AOL handle was Holy Freak. So we had this this little freak thing going on when we were kids, like ten years old, screwing around in chat rooms, messing with people. And uh, I decided, in memory of that, I created a guy on uh, my player mode called Dirty Freak. Oh, nice. And we're going to go through the career of Dirty Freak. All right, Dirty Freak. That's, um, he's a cruiserweight? Doesn't sound like a big person. Uh, I made him like a light heavyweight, like a Seth Rollins kind of type. You know, Love that guy. Demented and twisted. He's awesome. So uh, what's been going on since you've been gone? Dude, uh, man, it's been crazy. Uh, I got a lot of stuff going on. Personally, I uh, had to make a career change. Uh, it was definitely a move that I've been wanting to make for a very long time. I am now officially uh, an engineer for uh, an IT uh, position. And I work for a really cool company. And I'm very excited about it. Very happy to uh, start my career on a new path. And um, it's been great. It's just been uh, very, a little bit of stress. You know, a little stressful always trying to find a new home when it comes to work and, and, you know, just finding your way. You know how it is. I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there, you guys know how it is when you're trying to uh, find another job or a career. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough going from one thing to another. I went from... I went from the grocery store to the insurance game. <laughs> so you don't get much different than that. That's funny shit. You ever see that movie, The Sausage Party? I didn't. I, I, I don't know <laughs> why I haven't. You that movie, dude. I hear it's hysterical. It's and it's every great, time I hear I'm, of like, produce and like supermarkets, I think of that movie, The Sausage Factory. Or The Sausage Party. It's fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I've been meaning to. I'm watching... Yeah. Um, so there's a new game that came out that I've been playing to death called Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, I'm so jealous you got that game. It is amazing. Oh, my God. So, I've been looking at this stuff online. Like you oh, kill, it's amazing. You can kill people in the KKK. They're walking oh, around yeah. the, the flaming cross and shit. But, I mean, it, the detail <laughs> is crazy, you know, from the breeze blowing the guy's beard and you have to shave and you have to bathe and, you know, it, it, the game's amazing. But it got me, like, wanting more Western. Now, do you... Uh, 
scrub the man's balls in the game too while you bathe them, or how does that work? You have to scrub the legs, and uh, I, there might be balls. I don't know. I, I haven't gone that far in yet. But um, it got me wanting more Western things. And I'm like, man, I, I need a TV show that's super Western. Deadwood. It, and that's exactly where I'm really? going. Oh, I have never right. watched nice. it. I've never watched it. Dude. So I saw um, something on Facebook, which, you know, obviously everything on Facebook is true. Everything. That they recently, 12 years later, started filming again. No kidding. Yes. So I was like, well, what a better time than now to start watching. So Binge I'm on episode it. four of the first season. Dude. It's amazing. I love the it. The best and scenes in the saloon. The saloon scenes are the best. Oh, yeah. I, 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 granted, I haven't watched the show in a very long time, but there's a guy... He's like the head of the saloon. He's got the long, dark beard and the mustache, and he plays an awesome villain, this guy. Yeah, Al. Al. That's right. Al. Great show, man. Like I said, I'm watching it right now. Um, But it's an amazing show, and it's funny because a lot of the names, like the bad gang, quote-unquote, in there is called the Driscolls. Mm -hmm. Well, in the game, they're called the O'Driscolls. Oh, cool. And then the, like, bounty hunter guys are the Pinkertons. Mm -hmm. Well, they're also the Pinkertons in the game. Well, Pinkerton's so, is uh, kind of a universal. It was like a company, right? Yeah, and they have like like down down here in Florida, they had the Pinkerton Guards. Oh, okay. Actual, yeah, so it's like an old school uh, name for like bounty hunters and shit, and then it turns into security and all sorts of stuff. So I've been super deep into that show right now, and um, it's amazing. Yeah, man, great show, great great choice. I love westerns. I'm big on on westerns. I used to watch Bonanza with my granddad when I was a little kid and absolutely loved it. Haas and Little Joe and just a really cool show. So, yeah, I'm a big Western dude, bro. I really am. But I want to tell you something funny. Uh, this actually happened about two days before Halloween. Well, let's see, Halloween was what, on Wednesday, last Wednesday? Yep. So that Saturday at night, me and my wife were going to a Halloween party. It was my wife's aunt and uncle's annual adults-only Halloween costume party. And it's a lot of fun. And every year, it's a blast. Last year, uh, me and my wife went as Superman and Superwoman. I told my wife last year that next year, I want to do something creepy. Because I like all that creepy shit. And this year, I decided to be Pennywise from It. And I got this beautiful costume. I mean, it was like right out of the movie, man. It was fantastic. So I decided, I picked it up on Friday night after work. Saturday, my plan was I had to take care of a couple of things. But when I was done, I'm going to dress up as Pennywise at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm going to walk around my neighborhood in this costume with a stick. Oh, boy. And that's exactly what I did. So I started, I, I didn't want to walk through my front door because I didn't want people to know it was me. So I walked out my backyard and I walked through my neighbor's yard into the street and I started to walk down the neighborhood slowly with this mask. And every time somebody would look at me and make eye contact with me or spot me from a distance, I would stop and I'd slowly tilt my head to the left or to the right and just creep them out. So... My first victim was our South African stick bug. My stick bug. <laughs> Gareth. He was the first one that I got. And I see him outside. He's parking his truck. And he's doing something outside in the front of his house. And I slowly walk over to him into the front of his house. 
and he sees me from a distance and he goes oh, oh hold on mate hold on uh I, you kind of creeping me out there buddy and i'm just standing there looking at him i do the head tilt and he's like i'll fucking shoot you right now man i'll fucking shoot you right now don't you dare take another step right so i take my mask off i start laughing he's like you fucking crazy bastard he, he gets his wife his kids they come see me in the costume he goes what in god's green earth are you doing dressed up like that right now in the middle of the day in the middle of the day like what the hell are you doing i go i'm gonna scare shit all the neighbors so i was like don't say anything so i saw walking down the street and he's got a beer like he's like you know 50 yards behind me just watching and the kids see me in the neighborhood they start screaming a couple of kids are crying they're freaking out they go get their dad the dad comes out he's laughing and all of a sudden the neighbors start coming out another neighbor drives by staring like what the hell so i i walk up to another neighbor junior and junior's outside his wife comes out they're looking at me i'm looking at them junior's drinking a beer smoking a cigarette and he's just staring at me like you know laughing but like you know i'm not too sure about you yet you know kind of this guy yeah like you know i'm gonna let you know i'm not scared of you buddy but you know what the fuck are you doing here so i take my mask off he starts laughing and we're laughing about it and of course i let the kids know because i don't want to scare the kids too much now they're in on it but my buddy mike that lives next door to junior his daughter's outside and she's like let's get my dad he's sleeping mike Oh, all right, let's get him. So we're all cracking up laughing. We're going to get Mike. Mike's sleeping. So Junior tucks back in his garage because he doesn't want Mike to know that he's in on it. And I go across the street, and I'm standing right in the front of the lake. There's a lake across the street. So I'm standing in front of the lake in the grass, way past the sidewalk. I have no business really standing there. But here I am in this creepy clown costume. His daughter runs in the house screaming, pretending to cry. Daddy, daddy, there's a clown. He's scaring me. Dad gets up. All he has on is his boxers. No socks, no shoes, just boxers. And he takes one look at me and he goes, you got a problem, motherfucker? You got a fucking problem? What's your fucking problem? You want to scare kids, motherfucker? And he's walking up to me like ready to go. And I got this stick in my hand and I'm like, oh boy. And he's coming up to me. He goes, what the fuck, motherfucker? You want to go right now? I'll fucking kill you. And I pretend like I'm ready to run away, but I do it like kind of like in slow motion. And this dude like starts to chase after me. And I had to stop and take the mask off. Like, Mike, Mike, it's me. It's me, Mike. It's Joe. So he didn't get beat to death. <laughs> so he don't kill me. And like literally Junior pops out of the garage. He's laughing. The kids are laughing. Mike's wife's in the background cursing me out from her doorstep with the newborn in her hand mind you and mike's looking at me and mike is so pissed he's going fuck you man how fucking dare you do that blah, 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 blah. freaking out and then he's walking back to the house and he stops he turns around and he just starts laughing he goes you got me good you fucker you got me so good <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the, that's a good part about halloween you know it's, it's um being able to prank, prank people and hopefully they take it as a good thing i knew mike would mike's mike i know you're listening you're my boy bro Mike's a good dude. He took the joke well. You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. So, uh, what about you, bro? What's going on with you? You're not working. Kids have been sick. Um, lots of karate. 
Uh, we just signed up for more classes. So now I'm going to be doing karate with my son Monday and Wednesday. And then something called Fight Club, which is MMA training on Thursday. Really? And then after that, be doing kickboxing also on Thursday. And then um, I think that's about it. Wow. So not only are you, not only is your nickname the bear, but now you're a trained tactical bear. Exactly. Wow. And then uh, so life's about to get really busy. Kid, so my son's in karate with me, and he does it by himself also. They're both about to start soccer. Damn. So life is going to get fast and busy, but, you know, it's the best part. It Kids is. having fun. You know, my wife's starting uh, kickboxing as well twice a week. She actually nice. just went tonight, called me right before the show. And uh, said she was uh, not doing so well. You know, um, her first time. So, obviously, it's not going to be, you know, the best cardio and stuff like that. But the she said the um, instructor, who's my instructor for Taekwondo, Mr. Kelly, said, uh, you know, asked her, have you, have you done martial arts before? And she's like, no. He's like, well, where'd you learn how to punch? Because you do everything perfect. Oh, wow. She's so a natural. Her, her dad taught her how to punch. And, you know, we had uh, the master come in, which doesn't happen a lot. This happened on um, on Saturday. And so we did three. I did three hours of karate on Saturday. Wow! And um, but the master was there, and they picked my wife to start kicking this bag. And when she kicks, it's I mean, it's like a sledgehammer hitting something. Oh shit! It's a thump, 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 and then she just knocks his bag. And everyone's just like, Jesus, where did you learn to do that? You know, eleven years of soccer, man. So that's so where those a, bruises came from. That's yes. Thank God I'm dark skin. You can't see all of them. <laughs> you know, you can't see the black eyes. <laughs> yeah, but she does beat me, you know. But you know, I deserve it sometimes. You definitely deserve it. Yeah, you definitely deserve it. I like the, you know, I at home. It's funny we call her the bear, <laughs> um, and I like to poke the bear. You know, when she's she's a little pissed. I like to just poke at you her poke. until, you know. But I know when to stop before she rips my head off. That's good. I always tiptoe in the gray, so I I usually get uh, a beat down. Yeah, I live in the gray. Yeah, area, yeah, yeah. You know, you have to. That's what makes it fun. But aside from that, it's just been work and, you know, uh, family. Thanksgiving's coming up. You know, my dad's coming down from Georgia. Gobble, gobble, gobble. So uh, getting the family together. and Now, you know, do you guys uh, bake the turkey deep fry? I know everybody's got kind of like a different uh, approach. My mother-in-law, who's that's where we're going this year, um, she's wanted to try to deep fry and all that stuff, but I don't think she's ever done it. Um, but no, we're just kind of traditional oven, you know. Nice, nice. My family does Doris catering. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. They get yeah. They just uh, actually it's not that bad. It was like 130 bucks, and you get uh, full turkey, uh, all the fixings on the side, all that crap. So is there Doris's up here? Yeah, there's actually one right around the corner. Oh wow, there's one oh, down by. By the way, I almost forgot, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're live at Shampoo King Studios. Shampoo King I forgot King to mention Studios. that at the beginning of the show. We are recording live here at Shampoo King Studios, home of the Shampoo King. We're so excited to be here. I'm drinking a beer as well um, for you guys um, that are beer drinkers, which I think most of our listeners are. you a bunch of alcoholics, you. I am drinking for the first time this beer called Holy Mackerel. Panic Attack. It's a Belgian-style specialty. It's 10%. And this is... Um, I'm not sure if it's brewed here in Pompano. I know it's capped out here in Pompano Beach, Florida. So it's a local company. So if you haven't had it yet, check it out. Holy Mackerel, 10%. I'm on beer number two. I'm having a really good time drinking it. 
at Shampoo King Studios. And I'm drinking my usual coconut G fuel out of my bear tumbler. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. shout out to G fuel. Uh, good for concentration, good for gaming, good for work, good for focus. I love it. It helps me and it doesn't put me over the edge like all the other um, pre-workouts. That's good to know. Yeah. Absolutely. And, so, uh, yeah. So our mailbag's been blowing up. Dude, uh, guys, I, 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 a couple things actually I wanted to say. Um, first and foremost, uh, a couple of people did reach out to me privately uh, that they are interested in being on the show, some stories that they want to share, uh, situations that they're in in life, and they felt that this is the platform that they want to make these announcements uh, or have these discussions on. I want to thank you guys very much for reaching out to us. Um, I mean, we're like at just about 6,000 listeners right now. Things are going really well. Um, So we're happy to hear that you guys are interested in being on the show. So uh, it's exciting to know that, you know, viewers and listeners out there want to be on the show. So thank you, guys. Uh, We will get to you. Uh, Like I said, I had to make some adjustments in my personal life, but things are starting to get a little bit more back on track as far as the show is concerned. So we'll definitely uh, be reaching back out to you guys. And we'll definitely set a time up and a day uh, for you to be on the show. So thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. I have a buddy, too, that's going to be on pretty soon. Um, and, yeah, people are just loving it. Everyone I talk to is just, um, oh, you have a but The last couple times, the first thing people say to me is, you know, that I haven't seen in a while or whatever. I'm like, hey, we saw you have a podcast. I saw you had a podcast. Like, literally, after, hey, how you doing? Hey, you had a podcast. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know, you want to be on? And a buddy of mine was like, yeah, dude, I would love to be on. He's a film director of independent films. Really great guy. He'll be really great for the show. And, um, cool. yeah, so Evan, soon enough, man. Evan, um, I, I, I like the sound of it. I think, it's, I think it'll be cool. And I wanted to uh, actually extend my apologies uh, to our Gold Coast Paranormal team. I did mention that we were going to have a special Halloween episode. Unfortunately, that did not happen. So I do want to apologize uh, for that. Just uh, life kind of got in the way for a second. And uh, like I said, things need to be readjusted a little bit. But we're back on track. Uh, But I still want the paranormal team on the show. I am personally heartbroken that we couldn't (laughs) have them on. You know, because you know me, I'm all about the ghosts and shit. They're going to make you a believer, my friend. Listen, I'm not a ghost guy, but hey, Bigfoot's real. So is Santa. <laughs> Santa's real for sure, bro. So is the Tooth Fairy. Um, yeah, so the mailbag's been blowing up. Uh, we got Dan from Deerfield Beach. He's back. Last uh, last episode, I heard Dan was uh, planning a Halloween trick to dress as Michael Myers uh, at the movie theater to see Halloween. Uh, Dan, we want to know if you actually did that. And did you go to the bathroom before or during the movie? We'd love to find out. But this week, Dan's getting political, folks. Dan from Deerfield getting political. Pretty much every commercial I've seen from Democratic candidates leading up to the midterms is some sort of fear-mongering. I watched these with a cringe thinking, you have to be kidding me. You can't win on just saying you don't like the other guy. You have to actually bring thought to the table or common sense, folks. Um, They're going to wonder what you're trying to sneak past them. Zero talk about things people actually care about. Also, FYI, 
this racist card you pull on everyone to the right of you is so fucking played out. Grow the fuck up. Dan from Deerfield Beach. Bear? Someone's upsetting Dan. Um, as we all know, the bear is not the most political person out there. I, I just, I just, you know, I, I vote for what I believe in and stuff like that. And um, when I need to, you know, I can talk about it like I did with um, Karen. But for me, it's just, you know, I get it calling everybody a racist. I mean, it's really easy these days to call someone a racist. Um, and it happens all the time, which is I very annoying. I just saw something online today. It was uh, Floyd Mayweather, if, you, if you've been living under a rock for the last 24 hours, uh, has now announced that he's going to be fighting uh, Japanese sensation, 20-year-old kickboxing champion who's 27 and 0. He's 20 years old. From Ryzen. From Ryzen. Um... Floyd Mayweather is going to be getting in the ring with this kid in Japan to fight. Don't know what the dollar amount is. Not sure what the rules are yet. They haven't released this information. Uh, but Floyd Mayweather did sign on for this fight. We so, all know the rules. It's going to be a boxing match. Of course. One leg kick and he's on the ground dead. Yeah, so, you know, so. I, it is. But I'm interested to see it. Um, you know, Mayweather's always making things interesting. So this should be pretty cool. Um, we'll say the Japanese kid is a lot smaller than Mayweather, believe it or not. Height-wise, but I think uh, he's muscular. You know, young. I mean, he's a young man. He's not. He doesn't have old man body strength. You know. Right. You know, he's. It'll be crazy. I. I really hope there's at least leg kicks. It's got to be something. Uh, it can't just be in Mayweather's rules, but you know, it's Mayweather, so you never know. But anyway, the point that I was getting at was that. Conor McGregor commented on the picture that he saw with Mayweather standing next to this Japanese kid. And McGregor, I'm going to paraphrase, but he basically said that Floyd Mayweather standing next to this Japanese kid looked like Rush Hour 3 with Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. But I thought that was funny. Funny, Some people yes. were getting saying, oh, it's racist. What is it racist? It's not racist. He was just making a comparison. And it was funny. I don't think that's racist. I think that it's race bait that whoever is posting this is claiming that it was racial. I mean, you could see it both ways. You know, for me, it's a, it's a funny joke. And here, and, and this is what I always say: if it's satire, it's okay. You know, for me, whether it's racist or not racist, or I mean, yeah, it kind of is saying all Asians and blacks look alike. You could, you could, you could take. But who's gonna compare a white guy to a black guy? You Nobody. Could, you could take that no side. No one's gonna do that. But you know, I'm it Italian, is, and I get compared to anything that is Italian. Rocky Balboa, he all sorts of crazy shit, right? But no one's ever gonna. You know, Joe, you remind, remind me a lot of Mike Tyson. I'm not gonna get. I'm not. No. Well, I mean, now that you mention it, the voice. Well, you know. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm again, gonna eat again, your kids. Conor McGregor is. He's My a style's show. impetuous. He's a show. My strength's know. impetual. I'm and so ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. Praise be to Allah. But Conor McGregor is a show, and that's what he's doing. He's putting on a show. He's being. He's being an asshole, and it's and, McGregor. He's, and he's really good at it. And and his problem is that he's no longer in the limelight. Exactly. He lost his fight, yep. and now Floyd's moving on because now you don't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly, and and then the other thing, oh, and the ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the shampoo king has returned. 
There he is, the what's shampoo up, what's king. Up, what's up? So yeah, but Conor McGregor is just being an asshole. It's a, he's just getting his name back tied in with Floyd I, somehow. I, I honestly like cut this shit already. You lost two fights in a row. Nobody cares anymore, bro. Nobody cares about you yapping your mouth. Shut your mouth now. Go out, have a fight, win the fight, and then you could talk. But he won't. Right now, he's just like the kid that talks a lot of shit in the schoolyard, and he keeps getting his ass beat. Nobody gives a fuck what you have to say, buddy. Or don't fight. You probably have like $70 million left. Just ride off into the sunset. Yeah. I still have yet to try uh, proper 12. Proper 12. You know it costs 12 bucks? That's what I heard. <laughs> Very cost-effective for the common man. Well, you know, like those Irishmen. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this whole uh, thing with uh, Dan over here. Dan, um, listen, man. Um, it is what it is. This is we're, social media. It's a platform for, for the left versus the right. It's just how it is. It's not going to change, you know. A- anybody can say anything they want. Like, literally, right now, if my balls are twisted and I feel like going on a rant on social media, I could comment on anybody's post and say whatever I want, even if I don't mean it. But it's a joke for me to rile people up. I could do that. So with social media, you just don't know if people really give a shit or they're just trying to ruffle the feathers and they're just using it to humor themselves. So, you know what I mean? So today was voting day. Did you vote? I did not vote. You know, and apparently in the new trend is, uh, you know, your vote doesn't count unless you post it on Facebook that you voted. (laughs) I don't know if you guys know that because every fucking asshole out there who voted just had to put that they voted on the internet, you know. Um, Not even all, like the ones who said, I voted, did you... That I get, but the people who just, yeah, I voted, I voted with their fucking stickers. You can, yeah, never mind. <laughs> you don't uh, need to talk about it. I, uh, look, great, you voted. Good job. That's about, that's all I got for you. I'm, I'll, I'll mail you <clears throat> a cookie. That's all I got for you. I'll mail you a cookie if you drop your uh, address in the Gmail. <laughs> but, you know, um, you know, I didn't vote either. Um, why, why didn't you I'm vote? registered to vote. Honestly, you want to honestly know why I don't vote? And, 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 and this is another reason I don't bitch a whole lot about what's going on because I'm a very big proponent on If you don't do something about it, you can't complain. Correct. Like, I can't complain about being fat unless I take my ass to the gym or stop eating fucking pizza. <laughs> I see you over there. Shampoo Kings. Where'd you get your pizza from? Glades in 441. Dominic's? No. It smells really good. Well, but you, so you can't complain I gotta think about, it. about shit going on in the government if you don't vote. I don't vote because I don't believe it matters what the fuck I vote. I honestly believe they're going to do whatever oh. they want anyways. He went to Brooklyn, boys. Yes. I <laughs> just figured it out. Yes. Sorry. No, it's I okay. Got, I would have forgot about it. But no. that's why I don't vote. I don't yeah. vote because I don't believe it actually matters. I know I'm going to get ripped apart for it. I, I just don't. I believe the government's going to do whatever the fuck they want. Like with Bush years ago in the state of Florida, yeah. who magically won on bullshit votes. Yeah. So yeah. that's yeah. why I don't vote. Yeah, the hanging Chad and fucking dead people. I know. What about you? Uh, the reason I didn't vote? Yeah, today. I didn't have time. Uh, I wasn't thinking about it. I worked all weekend. I've been busy. Uh, unfortunately, I would like to vote. I voted in the last election, but 
Um, I just didn't have time. I was too busy doing other things, and voting was not the top priority this time around. So, uh, yeah, whoever's got a problem with it, too bad. Our show, not yours. Ha! Ha ha! I can say whatever I want. Thanks, buddy. Uh, so, mailbag number two is from Jan, Boca Raton. The U.S. Congress is investigating a 2015 decision by Obama administration to give 125000 to 200000 to the Islamic Relief Agency, which the United States designated as a terrorist group in 2004 because it provided funding to Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. But you won't hear anything about it. Trump may or may not have just passed some gas at a charity event. You know, I, I love it when you guys send stuff to us. You know, I love that you're blowing up the mailbag. But I really just don't want to hear you bitch about stuff. <laughs> like, if you have a point, please get through it. I get what you're saying. It's like they're more... They want, more want to talk about what Trump's doing badly than what everybody else did. But fuck, stop bitching in my email. Please. Um, Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> uh, to Jan's defense, this was a... Facebook post that he wanted us to discuss. So, all right. So, what's your take then? Uh, well, look. First of all, I mean, let's just simplify the whole thing and not get too technical about it. If there's a terrorist group out there, why the fuck are you giving them money? Right? I mean, it's pretty simple, pretty cut and dry. If that's the case, so uh, I don't agree. No matter who you are, even if it was fucking Trump who did it. You shouldn't be giving money to a terrorist group that uh, apparently this is an Islamic relief agency and uh, the funding went to Al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. I don't agree with that, right? Uh, but I just want to read this for a second. All right, well, I, while you're reading that, uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to say something real quick. You go ahead. I have a big issue with us giving money to people who aren't in this fucking country. Sending millions of dollars to Africa and millions of dollars to Europe and millions of dollars here. What about all the people here who need millions of dollars? What about the people who can't get Social Security or the people, our veterans who are on the fucking streets homeless? Start giving them money. I don't give a fuck if it's an Islamic terrorist group. If they were or were, you know, connected to Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. they're not American. Take care of America first. Yeah, no, I'm with you, bro. Absolutely. And that was, that was the thing. When Trump was running, he said, America first. We're going to take care of... The veterans, we're going to take care of the, the people in the in the urban areas that don't have a lot of money. We want to build these places up. We want to protect our borders. We, we want to keep these illegals out, you know? I mean, you got fucking thousands, it was like 4,000 people in, in caravans coming over here from Central America. 15,000. Well, it's troops of 15,000 troops that he's going to send to the border. I thought it was 15,000 people coming here, 11,000 troops going. 15,000 troops uh, that he's got U.S. soldiers that are going to go to the border is what he's saying. He's going to completely shut down the border and detain any any immigrant that's trying to get asylum here in the United States. That's what's going to happen. Uh, because here's the thing. I mean, look, let's face it. There's uh, people that are coming into this country legally, even though they're trying to get asylum. Legally, they're allowed to get asylum in the United States. So... They are waiting, but they're only letting them in by the handfuls daily. There's only like four, five, maybe ten people on a good day that are actually allowed through the borders without going through the legal process. So they're still 
you know, they're still um, letting people in. The thing is that, um, you know, the problem I have is that you got immigrants from Central America that are on their way to the United States in the thousands holding up their flag for their country. Like, you're people, you're leaving your country because of all the corruption that's going on in the government. So why the hell are you holding your flag up like you're proud of that? If anything, you should be holding up the United States of America's flag next to your flag so you could say, hey, listen, we're leaving this shit to come to a better place. But they're not doing that, right? So I don't know what kind of point they're trying to prove, but, um, you know, I I, I just don't believe in it. I think that it's time to fucking pack your bags and head back where you came from because... Look, let's face it, people. I'm not trying to sound insensitive. I am sure there are people that are in this group that are on their way that are really are truly just trying to escape a really corrupt society, and they want to have a better life. And let me tell you something. A lot of these people, they go through jungles. They go through really bad areas in the world just to get to the United States. It's a true story. So, you know, I feel bad for people. And there's a lot of people that die of starvation along the way. This is a fact. But you can't just let people in because of that. And the reason why I'm saying this is because, not to sound insensitive, but the other people that are in the group, I mean, you don't know what they're running from. Not everyone's running from, you know, uh, a bad society. People are running from friggin' maybe they killed someone, maybe they raped someone, and they want to get the hell out of it. Or maybe there's a, a cartel after them, and they want to get them killed, you know? Like... We have to fully vet people before they enter the country. So for all you liberals and Democrats out there that are against what I'm saying right now, um, just understand that if you have 15,000 immigrants knocking on your door, are you going to just let them all in? Yeah, come on in, guys. It's fine. You're not. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of movement you're a part of. You're not going to let 15,000 illegal strangers into your home. It's just not going to happen. So, I don't, I do not agree at all with these people coming here, at all. Find another place to go. Why does it always have to be the United States of America, that is the country, that we have to let all these people in? Why aren't other countries stepping up? You know why? Because they're smart. They don't want to be bothered. They have their own rules. They, 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 they're content with their society. The United States, unfortunately... We want to let everybody in and we want to be the problem solvers of the world. And that's not the case. So I just hope, in my opinion, I do feel sorry for the people. Maybe they could let the women and children in and they could come up with something for them. But to be quite honest with you, they really need to fully vet these people before they let them in. They really, truly do. If you're going to let them in, vet them. Okay? So that's that's personally what I think. I agree with Trump sending more troops over because you got a lot of illegals coming over we don't know who these people are what they're capable of doing so definitely for safety measures you want to have your troops there shutting down the border absolutely vet them first and uh, you know if anybody gets rowdy detain them simple as that i agree i mean I, thank you I, you know having I, I couldn't say it say add it add really any more to it you know it's it, my wife was asking me, she's like, why do you think, you know, America's one of the only countries that have such stringent policies coming in and out, like at the border? 
Because no one else wants to fucking go to the other places. They all want to come here. It's like Canada. Canada has a really strict border because they don't even want our asses there. Right. You know, and because it, it, this is where people want to be. But what annoys me, in, and this is not everybody, but it's no, it annoys me in general when people who aren't from here, and again, it's not everybody, but the people who aren't from here come here to seek asylum or do whatever, and then complain about the shit that goes on here. Yeah. You came here by choice. I was born here. I'm allowed to bitch about the stuff that goes on, you know? But And if you came here voluntarily knowing Trump is president, let's say, then you can't complain that Trump is president. Absolutely. You, you weren't even here when, you, when he got voted in or sworn in. So that, that, that's absolutely true. Uh, you know, and the other thing, too, look, a lot of people that I come across that I get into a, a political conversation with, it's really not that bad. It's social media. It's the news that tries to amplify it, to rev people up. And you see a lot of these arguments on social media uh, platforms. But in reality, let me ask you, Brian, honestly, did you have you ever gotten into a heated, heated argument where you almost gone to fists almost on a daily basis with people about politics? On a daily basis? No. Got okay. It. But if you go on social media... All you got to do is go on one thread, and it's oh, like yeah. a hell zone, right? Well, Brent? We've covered that how many times, though? Absolutely. It's, yeah. it's keyboard warriors. You know, yeah. you can say whatever you want with a little egg on your face. Right. You know, as you're uh, on Twitter yeah. or anything like that. You know, face-to-face is where people, you know, are are real. And you're not going to say the same shit you would say online. Of course not. Just social media tough guys, huh? <laughs> That's right. The shampoo king. The shampoo king speaks. Um... Before we move any further, uh, just a word from our sponsor. So uh, stay tuned. Hey guys, did you know that you could buy a home for almost the same as it would have cost you to rent? That's right. In today's market, there are mortgage programs that offer us the opportunity to buy a place with as little as 3% down. And trust me, I was one of those people. And in many cases, it equals in deposit, of first, last, and security, and the monthly mortgage payment is typically equal to or lower than rent. So you definitely are better off buying a home. And the Matt Weaver Mortgage Team at Cross Country Mortgage is the best in the business, and they helped me close on my home, my first home. These guys are the most dedicated in the business. They're well known to be the most trusted and are the only team I've met whose entire team is fully operational seven days a week from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. That's crazy. So if you're out with your realtor and you want to submit an offer on a home and don't want to have to wait until Monday for banking hours, they are a seven day a week operation between the hours again of 8 a.m. and 9 p.m. They're always available to answer any questions and ensure the biggest transaction of your life isn't the most stressful one. So if you're looking to buy or invest in real estate and need some information from a team we trust, give the Matt Weaver team at Cross Country Mortgage a call. 561-504-1278 today. Like literally today. Pick up the phone right now. And we're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just sipping, sipping, sipping on my holy mackerel panic attack Belgian style specialty. Almost done with this one. I made crank number three. Brent, you got any cigarettes laying around this joint? Cigarettes? No. Cigarettes? No, no cigarettes for me. I, I need to have a cigarette. Just a bunch of hair products. 
He's got some new pro. What's your newest product? Oh, we just made a purchase. We bought some Kenra. Kenra. Professional hair product line. Professional hair product line, Kenra. Shampoo King's got everything. I mean, anything you can imagine. We had uh, some people check out the Shampoo King, and they're very, very impressed this evening. Yeah, we got to watch the Shampoo King at work peddling his goods to <laughs> a uh, to a nice couple. You know, he uh, he tricked them into buying four thousand dollars worth of uh, shampoo for just the two of them. It's crazy. I don't. I mean, he's got the silver tongue. He just he, <laughs> they come in here. They had only had twenty bucks. They had to go to the bank and take out credit just to get some of this shit. But you know what? It's the top of the line stuff he got here. Okay, Shampoo King is not the king for no reason. He used to be the jester, then he got his shit together and became the king. <laughs> it's true. I mean, we're in the king's court right now. You know, it's a fun place to be. Now we got we got our jester back. Thank Mr. you, Joe. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. Happy. Speaking of, uh, well, I don't know what, but we got mailbag number three, Tammy from Jacksonville. Um... Hey guys, I love your show and YouTube videos. Thank you very much. We've got another YouTube video watcher. I'm very happy to hear about that. And by the way, to our listeners, if you haven't tuned in yet, check out a Guy Thing Podcast YouTube channel where you've got some really cool videos on there, local businesses. We're going over there. We're pounding the pavement. We're knocking on doors. We're sitting down with business owners. We're talking about it. They're going to be on the show, so check it out. Uh, recently, we hit up... Uh, like I said, Death of Glory Bar. Uh, we're going to have them on the show soon. So check it out. Thank you, Tammy, for, for tuning in. Tammy says she works in an office with mainly all men, and it's a sales company. The guys in the office are disgusting. They burp and fart practically all day long, and I said something to the manager, but he didn't care. Why do men think it's funny to burp and fart? It's gross. I just don't like it. Tammy. Number one. Because it's fucking funny, That's Tammy. Great, Tammy. But you are right. That should that should not happen at work in front of a lady. As a grown man, I don't believe you should do that in front of a right woman. Now. I think it's great. Yes, the farts are funny. I have a seven-year-old son, and every time one of us farts, it is hysterical. But not in not in not when you're conducting business. Fuck that. <laughs> That's what I got to say about that. Let's let's just fucking talk about it for a second. It's a fart. All right? There's not one human being or animal on this planet that does not fart. We all pass gas, my lady. And let me tell you something, Tammy. I'm sure you pass gas, too. All right? Stinky gas. <laughs> so I can understand where you're coming from. You're in an office. You're trying to work. You know, and and you got somebody <laughs> ripping ass at one o'clock after lunch. I mean, <laughs> I get it, I get it, but I don't know. It makes me laugh. Burps and thoughts. I mean, it's a part of life. I mean, like I said, they're funny. They just don't right? have a they don't have a place in in the work atmosphere. So you don't think that people should be farting at work? No, take your ass to the bathroom like a fucking grown up. <laughs> what about in a two liter bottle and then close it up real quick? <laughs> You're going to, to a special... No, what kind of shampoo bottle is that? <laughs> the best out of a two-liter Coke bottle. You got to have a real stinky one, and you got to put it up real close to the butthole, and then you got to close it immediately, and then you let your sister smell it a day or two later. You have serious <laughs> problems, okay? Wow. Serious problems. That's rotted eggs. So, far, I mean, look, sales environment... Sales and sales. What'd she say? Sales company. 
I mean, you work at a sales company, you get a lot of degenerates working there. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. I know a couple of assholes that used to, well, one of them I think still does, another one used to work at sales companies, but yeah, they're a bunch of schmucks. Lots of farts, lots of burps, but it's all men, right? So what happens when men get together? We talk, we break bread, we burp, we fart. It's, uh, maybe you should get a new job, Tammy. Maybe I heard Mac is hiring at the mall. That, that's your solution? Yeah, go put some makeup on. Oh, boy. So, our next one is, again, <laughs> I, I have to move on here. It's, again, just somebody complaining with no point. I don't have a problem if you complain, but Jesus, please have a point. It is a gentleman, I believe, from Chantal, from Delray Beach, that says, and quote, For someone who says he will do anything for his baby mama, I was supposed to move Friday into a place, and he just went and took back the first last security deposit, and now we can't move. I think Chantal is a woman. Oh, I'm sorry. Based but, on what was uh, written here. But what? 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 Why? I mean, thanks for listening, but why? Get to the point. Do you want us to talk about it? You know, is it? Do you want us to go find him, kick his ass? Like, what do you want? Delray Beach. So, uh, all right. So he. Okay. So he. We we're gonna move in, and then he took the money back, and now he. I guess he dipped. That's what it sounds like. I guess. He dipped. So, chilled with you. He had a baby together. Said he's going to move in, do the right thing, and now he's out. Hit him with child support and move on. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Um, That's it. Break out. You know, break out. Just, uh, uh, it sounds like, I don't know what it sounds like to me. It just sounds like he didn't want nothing to do with you. And the kid, unfortunately. I don't mean to sound insensitive when I say that. Um, but he's not worth your time. I mean, if the guy is going to be with you, have a kid, and then, like, just, first of all, just knowing that you have a child, right? And there's going to be a roof over your child's head, and you take away the security deposit and just dip? What kind of man is that? What kind of man does that? That's what I want to know. You're not a man. You're a little piece of shit. You'd never, ever, ever leave your family out in the street. You don't do that. You man up. You had a kid with somebody, you do the right thing. That's what you do. That's what a man, a real man does. Let me... Huh. There's a difference between a dad and a father. I am a father. Brent is a father. Joe is a father. Uh, Joe is actually the special kind of father who steps in when the dad disappears or the dad's not around not disappears but not around so I mean whew, this hit, that hits me close because I have a, a, a I know somebody who is a shitty father who is basically a dad um, who only cares about their child or children when it's when they can show it off when it's on Facebook when it's on Twitter when it's on Instagram you know and it's fucking just annoying you know, either be there or don't be there. If you're not going to be there, like I said, Chantal, hit him with child support. Tell him to go fuck himself and collect all his money. Damn right. I'm with Brian on this one. Collect it and just move on. Don't waste your time because if anybody's going to do that to you, they're, they're, 
I'm going to quote episode one. They're a pig and they can't be trusted. So there, there's nothing more to say. So let's talk about yeah. Jose from New York Jose, City. Jose, 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 Jose. He's from New York City, not Mexico, Joe. Fuck it, man. It's Jose. Jose, can I'll, you see? He's from, he's from New York, so I'll let you go ahead and read this one. Jose, I like, actually, I read this one earlier, and I'm a big fan, and I've actually seen videos of this on, on social media, so, Jose from NYC, saw a guy get his ass whooped by a very large female, it was 12 a.m. at McDonald's, and they started to get into a drunk argument, the guy shoved the girl into the soda machine, and then she just beat his ass with a tray, <laughs> He was on the floor asking people to help him while everyone took out their phones and recorded it. World Such star, a deserved World beat star. down the two. World star. Yeah, kid. I love it. I've seen videos like this before. It's not the first time I've heard a story like this. I've actually seen the beat down videos that occur. What is it with people drunk at McDonald's? Where else would you go? I get that. But why, <laughs> why are we all getting into a, Why are we making McDonald's out of a fucking fight club? I mean, because they're drunk. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> Let me just get this out of the way. I don't have a whole lot to say on this one, but you never put your hands on a woman. I don't care what size she is. You just don't. Period. Look, I mean, if you're putting your hands on a woman because you want to put your hands on a woman in a nice, fun way, well, yeah, that's acceptable. But don't be uh, trying to do anything to hurt the woman. I'm glad she threw you a beating, whoever this guy Jose, I know you're listening. Uh, whoever this guy is, I hope... I hope you got this on video. I want to see this shit. Send it to us. Yeah, put it... We'll, we'll post it on Guy Thing. We'll make that shit go viral, bro. Come on, man. I want to see the beatdown. You know? Look, the guy deserved it. I mean, I've never experienced anything like this in a fast food joint before. I've never seen uh, people get into fistfights in a fast food place before. Me either. I will mean, tell you one story. I have a story for you. I've had my... I had a big to-do a long time ago at a McDonald's. Actually, Shampoo King. It was right around the corner. McDonald's down the street. Oh, yeah? In the same plaza as Brooklyn Boys. So, I'm about 20... Probably about 20 years old. And, you know, I had a hard week of work and school and all this bullshit. And it was Friday night. You know how you are when you're in your 20s. You want to go out on the weekend. You want to party. You want to have fun. It was just one of those nights I just wanted to chill at the crib. So I went, I said, my plan was this. I'm going to go to Blockbuster. Back in the day, Blockbuster Video was open. I'm going to go get myself a video game, a movie. I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm going to get a nice meal. I'm going to go home. I'm going to have something to eat. I'm going to watch this movie. Play this game. Call it a night. Nice and chill. Be fresh for Saturday. I go to McDonald's. I'm in the drive-thru. I already finished that Blockbuster. I'm in the drive-thru waiting. I get up to the window, place my order, I pay. And while I'm paying, they're all giggling back there. You know, it's a big, big laughing, big laugh party going on inside the fucking drive-thru McDonald's. I pay no mind. I pull up to the second window. They're giggling. They hand my food. They're giggling. They hand my soda. Everything. I drive home. Now I get home, I camp out on the couch, get the movie in from Blockbuster, nice and settled, 
Everything's perfect. I take out my McDonald's bag. Take out the fries. I take out the nuggets. I take out the burgers. The burger feels kind of light in the wrapper. I open up the wrapper. I look. I open up the bun. No meat. No meat. Now there's everything else is on it. There's I got, I got pret, I got pickle pretzels. I got pickles. I got onions. I got ketchup. All the bullshit. No meat. So I take out the second burger. No meat. I'm fucking pissed. No wonder they were laughing. They played a joke. I got everything but the fucking meat in the bun. I'm not having it. I fucking get back in my car. I drive back to McDonald's. Park my car. I'm on my way there. My buddy calls me up. Hey, what are you doing tonight? I go, yo, I got mad beef at Mickey D, bro. He goes, where? I says, I tell him where it was. He goes, I'll be right there. <laughs> he comes, meets me at the McDonald's. I walk in the place. There's a line full of people because there's a movie theater right by it. So there's a lot of like kids and shit. When the move before and after the movie, they go to McDonald's, so it's packed in there. I'm waiting. I get up to the to the front of the line. I said, "Hey, I want to speak to your manager." And I got the bag of food in my hand. And the lady looks at me and she's like, "Oh, he's uh, busy right now." I go, "I'll wait." So I see him in the drive-through. I figure it was him. He was dressed differently. Comes up to me. He was a Haitian guy, and he says to me. Uh, Oh, what's the problem? I says, the problem is... I said, I'm going to ask you a question. And I want you to honestly answer this question. If I come to your window and I ask you for two cheeseburgers but hold the meat, could you do that for me? And he looks at me and he goes, yeah, I could do that for you. I said, first of all, don't get smart, buddy. Second of all, in America, we like meat between our buns. You understand? So I got people laughing, cracking the fuck up in this place. I'm on you. I'm 20. This is 20 year old Joe Mignon. Okay, this is 20. This is 15 years ago. So I get a pass for uh, how I spoke to this person. But anyway, I said, "Look, man. I said I don't know what was going on, but I I pulled up to the drive-through. Everybody's laughing, having a good time, joking around. And when I get home, I open up my burger bun, and there's no meat." Just all the fixings, but no meat on both burgers. And I kind of find that hard to believe that that mistake happened on back-to-back burgers. He goes, what do you want me to do? I says, you're going to refund me for the entire meal. My $4. And you're going to make me a brand new one. That's what you're going to do. So he goes, you got your receipt? I go, no, I don't have my receipt. He goes, then I can't give it to you. I go, no, you can, because I paid with a debit card, and you're going to go in your little computer, and you're going to pull up the transaction I did about 20 minutes ago. That's what you're going to do, and you're going to print it out. So he runs over to the computer, prints it, he tried pulling a fast one on me, prints it out. I go, yeah, that's my transaction. That's the last four on my card. That's my last name. Refund it. Refunds it. Makes me a new meal. Now I noticed when he was making the meal, I had ordered a large... He's making a small fry. I wait. Let him finish it all up, bag it up. And he like doesn't even look at me. He kind of just like pushes it my way and looks the other way. I go, oh, buddy. And he turns around. I go, I ordered a lodge. <laughs> he had to make it all over. He had to make the fries again. Dude, I was very upset that night. But that was the closest I got to fisticuffs in a Mickey D. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not surprised. McDonald's isn't... Uh 
most customer-friendly place to be. You know, you're not going there for the five-star treatment. It's like going to Walmart and expecting good service. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm surprised you waited in line. I would have fucking just came in there screaming it and yelling. It wasn't a long line. It was, I said there was a lot of people in there, but the line wasn't that bad. It was a couple people, and I was there. But, um, you know, I, I actually always had a, a, a thing that I wanted to do, but I, I outgrew that thought that I had. But I always wanted to apply to McDonald's or a fast food restaurant and work there. Not seriously, though. Like, get hired and then just fuck around the whole time while I'm there. Like, because then if I get fired, I don't care because I don't want to be there anyway. But just to do all the things that I've always wanted to do to a boss, but I couldn't because you're going to get fired. And just, like, be totally disrespectful to the boss at McDonald's. You know, just show up late. And then when you show up late, the guy says, why are you late? Say, fuck you, pal. I get get here when I get here. (laughs) It's a good thing you grew out of that. It was only a thought. I wasn't going to do it, but I always thought it'd be kind of funny. All right. All right. Well, again, it's good to have you back, man. The Thank chemistry, you, sir. The chemistry is flowing. The juices are flowing. The, I didn't want to say it. I almost did. I said it. I said it. I said it. So what else? Uh, guys, listen. You know, we're back. The duo was back, episode 12. But, um, guys, continue to tune in. Continue to listen to the show. We love you. Thank you. we got like 6,000 people listening now, so it's pretty damn cool. Uh, I'd like to see our social media page jump up a little bit so all listeners out there that are listening. Uh, there's a lot of um, podcasts out there that are members of Patreon. Uh, which is asking their listeners to donate money on a monthly basis to help them grow their uh, podcast. Some people are donating 5, 10, 15, 20 bucks a month. We're not asking you to do that. We want this to be a free show for our listeners. But if you can repay us, go on our Facebook page, like our page, go on our Instagram, like our Instagram, our Twitter. That would be a really cool thing because the more we build our network, um, the more we're able to get new uh, sponsors on the show and advertise the show and make more money to promote the show and get a bigger following. So that would be like a really huge favor. So thank you guys for listening. But if you can, um, five-star rating on Apple iTunes and like our social media pages. That would be really cool. Yeah, and when we you know share the um, Facebook for the episodes and stuff like that, just click the share button. You know, share it to your people. You, you'd be surprised how easy that is. You just click the button one time, hit share. Please, I know you're out there. Mom, you do it. My wife does it every week. Uh, your wife does it. You know, I'm trying to get all my friends to do it. We're going to get Shampoo King to do it. I know, Shampoo King. You know, we it's only his studio we work out of. You'd think, you know, he'd help us out here. No, but... Uh, <laughs> my wife, I think, will have to do it. She's the uh, computer genius. Social media pro. <laughs> no, but thank you again for having us here. As always, I can't wait for the episode when you're finally on and everyone gets to hear your lovely voice straight up to the microphone. Oh, man. I can't wait for Shampoo King to be on the show. We're, we're weeks away. Uh, big announcement for Shampoo King Studios, so stay tuned for that episode. But the Shampoo King is hilarious, and he's got some really funny stories, and we I cannot know. wait to have you on, pal. I already have the name awesome. of the episode ready, so you know, we're ready for <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know you do. 
right. It's so good to be back. Sorry it was so long in between episodes, guys. You know, life gets in the way. Um, but as we go on, you know, we're going to try to get... We're, we're going to make sure we have something for you every week. Hopefully on the same day. We're still trying to key that in. But, you know, until then, follow our social medias. At a Guy Think Podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and then, obviously, our Gmail. Please send me things that have points. You know, listen, I love to hear your bitch. That's fine. But put a question in there or a statement. Or even just say, hey, listen, I'm just saying this just to complain. Just make a point out of it. So that way I'm not bored. And uh, YouTube channel. Check us out. Um, we got two videos on there right now. But there's going to be more coming. So stay tuned. Um, and me and Brian are going to talk about our next guest that's coming on the show. We're going to work out a couple of details you know about that too but uh check us out a guy think podcast on youtube and uh check out the videos like them share them uh anything at all uh, to help us out would be much appreciated yeah i'm gonna go home play some call of duty now on playstation 4 if you're on there nlh716 on psn add me you can you can talk to me there and we can have a great time together have good friendship and lots of fun oh yeah welcome home joe welcome home <laughs>